The following Women's Spaces show was recorded on Monday, May 24th, 2021. The woman in your life Hello, everybody, and welcome to Women's Spaces. My name is Elaine B. Holt, and I'm your host. With me at the board is my friend, my partner, my engineer, and co-producer, Ken Norton. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. Oh, what a beautiful day it is here in Sonoma County. Well, I have... uh, a special guest joining me on the phone this morning is Shakina Black, who is the coordinator for the Peace and Justice Center. She will be giving us an update on some of the activities happening at the center and talk about how the center is handling the pandemic and how they're doing during these uh, crazy, crazy times. And then the second half of the show, and also during the show, I'm going to integrate different music. Ever since I was first on the air with Women's Spaces, and the first time that was was in 1977, my theme song has always been The Woman in Your Life is You, sung by Alec Dobkin, who graciously allowed me to use the song. Sadly, Alex Dockman passed away on Monday, May 19th. That's last Monday. Alex was an outspoken folk singer who celebrated women in general and lesbians, making music history in 1973 when she released Lavender Jane Loves Women, generally uh, considered the first full-length album by, for, and about lesbians. And like I said, she died on May 19th at her home, and she was 80 years old. And I'm dedicating uh, today's show to her and to her music. And on the second half of the show, I'll be talking about Alex and playing some of her wonderful, wonderful songs, which really express who she is. And also, uh, I'm going to do a 12-minute clip because I did a special interview with her in 2014, and I'm really excited to be able to present that to my listeners this morning. Well, as I always do every week, our history is our strength, and we're going to go through this pretty quickly today. Well, happy birthday. Uh, This woman, uh, Lily Mae Carroll Jackson, was a pioneer civil rights activist, organizer of the Baltimore branch of the NAACP. She also pioneered the tactic of nonviolent resistance. And she was born on May 25th, 1889, and made her transition in 1975. Wow, what an accomplishment. And also, real, this is really exciting to me. And on May 25th, 1887, Sue Sheldon White, a Tennessee suffrage attorney and general consul who participated in the National Women's Party in Washington. I had no idea that in <laughs> around that time that they had a, a National Women's Party in Washington, D.C. And she demonstrated, she was one of the ones who demonstrated and burned an of President Wilson in front of the White House on February 9th, 1919, which was just a few years before we actually got the vote. She helped write Tennessee's first, now listen to this, this is so interesting, she helped write Tennessee's first married woman's property bill and and an old age pension act and a mother's pension act. 
boy. So happy birthday to Sue Shelton White, and she made her transition in 1943. God, just think about it. In 1943, I was only three years old. Well, Ken, we're just about getting ready to uh, to play our song, but one last thing I want to say. You know, every once in a while, I find an interesting day. Well, today is National Brothers Day. Brothers Day has been celebrated on May 24th, which is today, since the year 2005. Although the exact details of the holiday are unknown, it was uh, created by Alabama-based C. Daniel Rhodes, who had first organized the holiday and its procedures. In some regions, National Brothers Day is an unofficial holiday. Well, I have a brother, and I want to say Happy Brothers Day to my brother Mark Holtz, and I also want to wish a Happy Brothers Day to uh, Ken's brothers. Ken has two brothers, uh, Tom Norton and Joe Norton, and Happy Brothers Day to them. Just every once in a while, you got to acknowledge the little brats, if you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, we are going to take a musical break, and like I said, I will be playing a lot of Alex Dobskin's song, and I'm going to play the full theme song of The Woman in Your Life Is You, actually sung by her, and when I did the interview with her, one of the things that Alex said about this song is that it was just inspired. It was one of the quickest songs that she that she ever, ever wrote. Anyway, it's sad when I think of so many of, of our women are passing away. We're getting older. I mean, myself, I'm 81. Alex was 80, and we were all part of the same generation. I actually, when I first came on the radio, it was to honor women's music in 1977. That's when the women's music was really coming out in full bore. So we're going to go ahead, and we're going to take a musical break, and we're going to listen to The Woman in Your Life is You, sung by Alex Dopkin. And when we return, I will be talking with Shakina Black from the Peace and Justice Center here in Sonoma County. So let's go ahead, Ken, play The Woman in Your Life is You. The woman in your life will do what she must do To comfort you and calm you down And let you rest now The woman in your life, she can rest so easily she does everything you do because the woman in your life is you the woman in your life knows simply what is true she knows a simple way to touch to make you whole now other woman in your life she can't touch so
But in listening to that song, a tear came into my eye, thinking that Alec Dobkin is no longer with us. But her music will live on forever and definitely will live on here in on Women's Spaces. Well, for you just joining in, I want to remind my listeners the opinions expressed here are not necessarily the opinions of the station, its board of directors, its members, or Women's Spaces. Well, welcome back. You are listening to Women's Spaces, and I'm your host, Elaine B. Holtz. And without further ado, I want to introduce my guest on the phone with me is Shakina Black. Welcome, Shakina. Welcome to Women's Spaces. Oops. Hello. Uh, can you hear me? Can yeah. Hear me? Yeah. Come closer to your phone. Okay. How's that? Yeah, that's a little bit better. Well, welcome, Shakina. Welcome to Women's Spaces. Good morning. Good morning, Elaine. Thank you. It was nice to hear the whole theme song. It was really a lovely treat this morning. Well, I don't know if you're familiar with Alec Dobkin, but we are, I'm dedicating the show to her today. She passed away on May 19th at the age of 80, and the whole show is dedicated to her, and we're going to play some more of her music as we as we move on, and also an interview with her. So, I mean, I'm glad you enjoy that. I mean, it's such a beautiful, beautiful song when you think about it. The woman in your life is you. In other words, you have all that potential inside of you if you just, if you just let it go. Nice. Well, Shakina, before we start, I would like to tell uh, the folks just a little bit about you. Is that okay? Yes, that's great. Thank you. Shakina Black has been the uh, uh, the center coordinator for the Peace and Justice Center of Sonoma County for almost about four years now, I think. Actually going on six. Oh, my goodness, time has gone by so quickly. She grew up in Los Angeles County and moved to Sonoma County in 1986 to attend Sonoma State University, where she carried, where she got a, a degree in theater arts. She went on later to earn another bachelor's in organizational management and a master's in entertainment business. Oh my goodness, you've been busy. She <laughs> she is passionate about music to connect people to diverse backgrounds. Additionally, she has her own business called a Miracle, Miracle Productions uh where she produces bands, concerts, festivals and events. She does bookings 
And, you know, it's really interesting. I started to, when I was playing that song, I started to cry, and my eyes are actually blurred. So when I'm reading this, it's so interesting. I mean, I really I really think that the women's movement has definitely lost a real pioneer. Anyway, uh, you do bookings and publicity for shows at the Redwood Cafe in Katadi, and, and she is the director of entertainment for publications on Upbeat Times. Are you still working with Upbeat Times? No, unfortunately Paul Doyle, God bless him, you know, he closed the publication last August, um, and so Upbeat Times is no longer with us. And, oh. and I worked for that publication for eight years, and Paul had it for 22 years. That was such a great little publication, so, you know, it kind of cheered you up, you know, something, a different, a different perspective. And yes. also, as a last word about you, Shakina, you are a mother to four adult kids. Yes. <laughs> I think that's, that's the true. biggest thing as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Anyway, welcome once again. I mean, it's it's uh, it's kind of an emotional show for me today. I was thinking about it last night as I was looking over the script. You know how much this song has meant to me, how much Alex Dopkin has meant to me, and it, her generosity of allowing me to use the song all these years. I mean, when I think about it, it's played over a thousand times on the air through wow. women, through women's spaces. So it's really amazing. And I want to do a shout out to her her daughter Adrian, who was with her when she made her transition and she also has three grandchildren amazing woman amazing amazing very very strong in the lesbian movement and oftentimes our lesbian sisters are left out and she made sure that they had a voice so that's why we're dedicating the show to her well Jakina, let's start out talk a little bit about the peace and justice center give us a little history its mission and what do you think especially now during the pandemic what is the most important thing that it's offering to our community at this point? Sure. Well, the Peace and Justice Center has been a nonprofit in Sonoma County since 1984, so it's a really long time. We are a small but mighty nonprofit. And I'll just read you the brief sentence about the mission statement. People can find this on our website. The mission of the Peace and Justice Center of Sonoma County is to inform, support, and energize the Sonoma County community to create peace and social justice through not active nonviolent, active nonviolence. And the third part of your question was, what are we doing now? Well, unfortunately, like so many businesses, we have to close our doors. We're still operating behind the scenes, but we are not open to the public due to the COVID restrictions that still are in effect. However, one of our board members, Adriana Jones, shout out to Adriana, created this program where we started collecting clothing items and tents, sleeping bags, socks for the people, houseless people living on the streets of Sonoma County, primarily in Santa Rosa. And she and our board president, Rebel Fagan, deliver those clothes personally to people living on the streets in encampments because it's hard for people to leave their belongings behind. And so we've just been continuing that. Also, Adriana created a monthly meal program where a hot meal is created for the folks living on the street and volunteers of the Peace and Justice Center deliver that directly to the people. And both Rebel and Adriana said, it's just a Band-Aid. And I said, but it's better to have a Band-Aid than nothing at all. You know, so it's just, Elaine, in my time, I moved here to Sonoma County in 86, and I've never seen such a crisis with the whole houseless community, you know, if you go down Santa Rosa Avenue in front of the Wendy's, 
restaurant, you know, the fast food place, there's, there's an encampment. There, I mean, it's just so in your face now. And this is not exclusive to Sonoma County, of course. It's actually national and global. This crisis and tragedy of, of people, you know, a lot of the people are elders and they have mental and physical disabilities. They're never going to get a job, per se. But we need, it's our responsibility as human beings to help our brothers and sisters on the street. Well, you know, it's really interesting when you think about, when you think about people that are homeless, you know, there's an old saying, there but poor fortune go you or I, because in one day your whole life can change. And it's amazing some of the stories you hear from people and some of the struggles. And really, I appreciate so much what you are doing. I know that it's, you know, if each one of us, if each one of us just did a little something for homeless, and also if we all spoke up to our city council and our boards of supervisors to say, come on, you know, we're paying out all these liability claims when, you know, for shooting or, or police doing some, you know, roughing up people a little bit like they did with that in that May, that May protest last year, you know, yeah. take some of those dollars and start investing it, you know, investing it more into people, into human beings, get them off the street, help support them. I mean, it's, it's, it's very important. Well, you know, right. besides, I know this has been a very, very important important year and you know every year every year i know the peace and justice center does this awards dinner i mean i've gone to several of them myself and and i know this year and last year was a little bit different but i know it's still happening so talk a little bit about that talk about you know you're going to be having an event coming up in november and i hope it's going to be a you know we can all come and gather in person but talk about the event and what you're needing currently i believe there's the nominations that are open that people can nominate people talk a little bit about that Yes, that's exactly right. So unfortunately, in 2020, we skipped the annual awards event. And this year, we are going to go online, and that'll be November 13th. Part of the reason is because venues are not open. Um, We did, the previous year in 2019, we had our event at Redwood Cafe in Katati. And unfortunately, the venue, it's open as a restaurant, uh, which is great because that's primarily what they are. But we were booking shows and doing shows on a regular basis. That is not allowed under the current COVID restrictions. So the board has decided we're just going to do this online because so many events are online right now. So that'll be November 13th. And if you go to our website, pjcsoco.org, pjcsoco.org, there is a nomination tab and people can read about the awards and they can also nominate directly on there. And I'd like to just go over the five awards really quickly. Go ahead. One is the Peace and Justice Activist of the Year Award, the Russ and Mary Jorgensen Courage of Commitment Award, Unsung Hero Award, Community Organization Award, and the Youth Peace and Justice Activist Award. And like I said, on our website, people can go and see the details of the specific award and then the nomination requirements. It's actually very simple, you know, and, and we just really encourage people to nominate, it does matter. It comes directly to the board, and we tally up those nominations and make our decisions based on what the community is encouraging us to do. Well, that sounds absolutely wonderful. So, everyday people like I could nominate you, say for example. <laughs> I mean, we yes, could, we could I do... don't think I'm eligible. As no, I know, I know. Yes, but for example, that is absolutely correct. Right. Oh, so a a person or an organization in Sonoma County, it does have to be in Sonoma County, that you feel fits into one of these categories, 
please, please take a moment and nominate them. Do people generally participate? I mean, do you get a lot of a lot of commitments from other people to write in and to nominate people? Yes, we do. We would like more, but yes, I would say we have an active community, you know, and people still learning about the Peace and Justice Center. You know, we've uh, had to switch to completely online for the Peace Press, for example. That was published six times a year in person, and people can pick them up at coffee shops, etc. Well, none of those venues exist, nor was it safe for us to be collating and holding and putting together the Peace Press in person. So it's strictly online. So I do encourage people to read it and share it with others, because we do know because of the pandemic, our readership has declined. But on the counter of that, we do see people being active online with us. Well, you know, it's really interesting. When I think about the Peace Press, I think of all those times that I would even go down there and we'd all be collating together. How, you know, I, I, I bet people really miss that action. Yes, that's, I do get that feedback from people. They just really miss it because, you know, it happened every other month that it was a time to meet with people right. in person and have a nice a social event while you're doing some volunteering and we miss it as well you know but people can't like i said the archived issues of the peace and just the peace press are on our website and people can visit it there and also our facebook page we're active on our facebook page well we're coming to the end of the segment here and uh the last thing i'd like you to go over is how do folks get involved with the center i mean can they make donations i know you have this drive for the houseless i like that you call it houseless rather than homeless because yeah it, it gives it it gives it more of you know a feeling that hey we got to start building some affordable housing in this community but how can people get uh, involved with the center what are some of the things they can do well, on our website, they can sign up to receive our weekly e-newsletter. I do send that out. And also, we are in the middle of our spring appeal drive, so people can donate online if they choose or send a check to the Peace and Justice Center. The information is on the website. And also, we're seeking new board members. And so we are inviting interested people to join our online board meeting on June 9th at 3 p.m. And you need to get a login from me. And so how you would do that is send me a um, message through the contact page on the website, and then I will give you that login information. So what we ask is that people observe the board meeting, and then if they're interested, they will be um, given an application, and then the board will set up an interview and meet with them online and decide if they're a right fit for the Peace and Justice Center. So we're really encouraging people, you know, that even though this has been a hard year, and over a year for people, we're still active and we plan to come out of this pandemic even stronger. So this is a great time to get active with us. Hey, nothing's going to stop you from working for peace. I mean, look at just what's going on right now across the globe. I mean, we really all have to come together and work for peace. Well, I just want to remind my listeners, everything that you said, all the different uh, information that you gave will be on Women's Spaces, www.womenspaces.com. Chikina, why don't you give us your uh, website and any last words, any closing statement, that anything you'd like to say, anything exciting, whatever you want to say. Thank you so much. The website is pjcsoco.org. And I just want to remind people that tomorrow is the one-year anniversary since George Floyd was murdered by, I'm not going to say the law enforcement officer's name. People know who it is. So just to keep that in your heart, 
today and tomorrow and onwards because so many other murders by law enforcement have happened um, and are just coming to light things that happened even before George Floyd. So just remember that, that our work is not done at all. We've, we've come a long way, but we have a long way to go. I like that one. You've come a long way, baby, but you got a long way to go. you still got a little, a few more miles to stretch out there. Exactly. Well, Shaquina well, she Black, I want to thank you so much for being on Women's Spaces and for all that you do and for helping to keep the center alive and active and to everybody at the center that's working, working for peace and working to make sure that people know that there are alternatives in this world. So thank you yes. so much. Thank you, Elaine. Best to you. Wow. What a wonderful human being Shakina Black is. She does such wonderful things, and she's really made a big difference in that Peace and Justice Center. And I look forward to the day when we can we can all open up our shops and see each other once again. Well, we're going to take a musical break, and for the next segment, I'll be talking about Alec Dockbin, whose song, The Woman in Your Life, is the theme song for Women's Spaces. Uh, the song I will be playing is another song written by her and sung by her, and it tells me even a little bit more about her, and the song is called A Woman's Love. You know, I just love that, a woman's love. You know, she was very, very active in the lesbian community and made sure that they had a strong voice, and my hat goes off to her. I mean, she really had a tremendous influence on me, and the uh, I really encourage people to go online, if you can, and listen to the some of the songs on the album Lavender Jane. It really gives you a sense of the women's movement and some of the struggles that women have had, and also some of the joys and some of the fun, and there's this one song song the amazon abc i mean i just think it's just amazing there's so many wonderful songs to listen to so let's go ahead and let's uh, listen to a woman's love and when we come back um i will be playing a uh, 13 minute uh, interview that i did with alec dopkin so let's go ahead ken and play a woman's love She's a woman I didn't think I loved her So unexpected We just stood and smiled And I felt so fine And it was a right inside But how could I know I loved her
Boy, that song brings back memories to me when I was at Sonoma State during the women's women's movement in the 70s. It was so powerful. And one of the things that was so beautiful about that time and one of the things that I learned without a doubt is that I had a choice. I could choose whatever lifestyle that I want, and it was just an amazing, amazing time. I'm looking at a picture of Alec Dopkin that she took in 1975, and she's wearing a T-shirt, The Future is Female. And I totally agree with that. As women, we are the ones who have been endowed by the Creator to bring forth life. You know, Alex herself had a daughter, and she ended up with three grandchildren. You know, I have two grandchildren. Now I'm a great-grandmother, you know, and the future is female. We are the ones who bring forward life, and we have to stand up for that life. Well, welcome back. You're listening to Women's Spaces, and I'm your host, Elaine B. Holt. You know, Alex Dobkin uh, passed away on Monday, May 19th. She was an outspoken folk singer who celebrated women in general and lesbians, making music history in 1973 when she released Lavender Jane Loves Women. And I would like to do a shout-out to my dear friend Connie Stancliffe, who made her transition in 1986, which was one of the biggest losses in my life. And she was the one who turned me on to Lavender Jane Loves Women. It was just, it was just an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, body of work and to listen to it and suddenly realize over and over that women have choice. You know, she was generally considered, uh, this this uh, album was considered the first full-length album by, for, and about lesbians. So it's really, really amazing. Well, in 1970, a little background, in 1973, uh, Dopkin formed the group Lavender Jane with musician uh, Kay Gardner with an all-woman team of musicians, engineers, and vinyl pressers. I mean, that's when we had vinyl records. They recorded the album Lavender Jane Loves Women, the first ever to be entirely produced by women. Well, like I said, a special shout-out to one of my best friends who was who made this a present for me, gave me Lavender Jane Loves Women. Just amazing, amazing, amazing CD. Well, now we're going to do a little something really special. We're going to listen to an interview with Alex in 2014 where she talks about this song and its inspiration. It was the first song on the album, and I remember hearing it, and I had just begun the radio, I just, all of a sudden, I was a radio host. I mean, how did that happen? I worked at Athena House, and all of a sudden, they asked, did anybody ever do radio? And nobody raised their hand, and I raised my hand and said, well, uh, I used to do the uh, sports announcements and the weather report when I was at Los Angeles City College, and the gentleman that was there said, did you have a microphone in front of you? And I said, yes. And he said, well, come on down. And I came down to KBF, and I was able to go on the air. And this song was the first song that I saw. And I said, you know something? I am going to make this my theme song. And so I had the theme song and then got a hold of Alex, and she gave me the permission to utilize it as long as I needed to. So let's go ahead, Ken. We're going to listen to the uh, the uh, interview with Alec Dopkin that we did in 2014. Uh, women's spaces and I would like to bring her on for a few minutes she's had the opportunity of listening to you and listening to this you stay right here we still have time Alec Alec welcome welcome to women's spaces well thank you Elaine it's lovely to be here and it was very interesting to hear the the last part of your interview 
Well, I, I have a wonderful, wonderful woman with me by the name of Susan Lamont. She's from the Peace and Justice Center, and, and she's now working. She's the project coordinator for a program called Freedom from Militarization Project, Diagnosing and Healing the Moral Injury of Violence. I mean, it's not so far when we were writing all that that women's music, that wonderful music in the 70s. So, Alex, just welcome to Women's Spaces. And I just want to let my listening audience know once again, Alex Dopkin is now on the phone. Alex is the writer and singer of the theme song for Women's Spaces called The Woman in Your Life is You. And she's been so gracious to allow me to use it for the past seven years. I, I hope I hope it's becoming more and more popular because it's one of my favorite songs. So, Alex, while we have you on the phone, can you give us a little background on how you wrote the song and what was going on at the time. I know that you were with a group called Lavender Jane and I wanna I'm gonna go I'm gonna flip back because we're a little backward today and I'm sorry that we had a, a little bit of a difficulty getting a hold of you. Let me tell my viewers excuse me, my listeners a little bit about you. Alec Dopkin has been a folk singer in the nineteen sixties. She's been celebrating I love this word blatant lesbianism in song and story since 1972. Is that when you wrote The Woman in Your Life? Um, yes, it was just around then. <clears throat> yeah. And it was she's a very a... exciting time in my life. Well, why don't you talk a little bit about that? It was also an exciting time in my life. I mean, involved in women's studies and all of a sudden realizing, hey, besides becoming so politically active at that time, all of a sudden realizing that I, as a woman, I actually have a voice. So talk a little bit about that time. Well, that's right. That was the early, mid-70s when lesbianism met feminism and the world has never been the same I certainly have not been the same since that meeting and so you know so many consciousnesses were getting raised and I joined a consciousness raising group I was still married separated from my husband well actually I joined this group before I was separated and really being introduced to feminism answered so many of my questions and filled a a big political gap in my life that had occurred when I left the Communist Party. I joined when I was 16 in 1956. I'm the same age as you, Elaine. And I'm turning 75 in August. Oh, well, I'm your elder, so, huh? <laughs> yes, yeah, I guess so. At least for a couple of months. Anyway, um, so I had left the party and there was this big, you know, political gap in my life and when I discovered feminism of course this is oversimplification but when I found feminism I realized that it's certainly the most comprehensive elegant complete lovely um, political analysis I've ever come across so that's that's you know in a, in a nutshell can I thank you um, for using the word lovely this is Susan I just so many people refer to feminism as angry which is not how I view it at all oh, no. and so I, I thank you for using that word well you're quite welcome it's one of my favorite words what's so, what's so lovely about it is is that we all found out that we could have a voice and also what we found out is that we actually had a history and we, we also found out we had a movement we had women before us who done remarkable things we never heard of 
it was a it was a great time and you know i i really believe in my heart of hearts that we need that movement to escalate again well you said it we've needed it for a while but every time something happens <clears throat> like when occupy first started i always think oh maybe this is it maybe this is the big mass movement that we've been waiting for and you know so there's always that hope well, tell us a little bit about, talk a little bit about the inspiration of the song, because one of the things that, I mean, I play it every single week, and yeah. I, I, always, I always start the show by singing the line, the woman in your life is you. So why don't you talk a little bit about the inspiration, what inspired you behind that song? The song is really unique in my songwriting career because it's the only song I can think of that I consider came to me as a gift and that I didn't... I usually would work hard on my songs, you know, and spend time and think about nothing else while I was working on them. But that song, my memory of it, you know how memory is, (laughs) Uh, but my memory, uh, my romantic memory, is that it came through as a gift to me. So I, I don't really have, you know, too much specific information it was the time of great discovery as you said we were finding our voice finding out we had one we had a point of view it wasn't just our peculiarities there was a system called patriarchy that was doing all this horrible stuff to all of us and we found that out and the power that was released was unimaginable really and so it was all in that spirit that that song occurred so I won't, I'll take credit for it, but really, I felt it was just handed to me. Well, the, the way I found it was very interesting. Uh, I was on the air for the second time, and I let me tell you something. I was a nervous wreck. Uh-huh. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. She was. <laughs> and I had, I had uh-huh. all these different women's album in front of me. You know, uh, Chris, uh, I, I can't. I can't remember Chris's last name. You talked about William, Chris Williamson, you know, sister. I mean, I remember when that song came out, sister and lean on me. I mean, I just it was it was such a it was such a a, a mind opener and heart opener for me. And so one right. one the second night of the show, I was flipping through the different album and I pulled out Lavender Jane and the first song on that album was The Woman in Your Life Is You. And the minute I played it, and I was actually taking, I was one of the first talk shows probably in Sonoma County, and the minute that song ended, the phone started to ring. Really? And it was such an inspiration, and this one woman called up and said, Elaine, that's your theme song. Ah. I, I said, well, I don't know if I can use it, you know, I don't even know. Oh, she says, just do it. You know, we're, we're women. We, we can do whatever we want. And I said, fine. And it wasn't until I went on television that I actually had to call you and get permission for it. So I want you to know that I really appreciate it. And hundreds and hundreds of women have heard it over and over and over again. Uh-huh. I mean, we play it every <laughs> single morning. So I want you to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being inspired enough to, when it came through to you, that you were able to write it down. Well, tell us a little bit about what you're involved in now. What you're, I know you're a grandmother. I know <laughs> all the wonderful things like that have happened to you. But what are you involved in now, and what are some of your aspirations at this point in time? 
Before I answer that, I would like to say that I, in my recollection, I wrote that song <clears throat> as an intro to a radio show. Oh, really? Yes, to um, Liza Cowan's Elector Revisited on WBAI in New York. Oh, my goodness. And it was a, femi- a fabulous feminist show. And then I fell in love with her. And I wrote, I, I wanted to write an intro for her, so she used it as an outro. Oh, my so, goodness. So, so, the, so the, vi- the vibration of that song, like you said, it was a gift, and the gift yeah. was meant to share with the world. Because yeah. through radio, many, many people, many people. Many people, that's right, and many, many lesbians and women. Um Anyway, what was back to the well, you know, you know, on the on the a lesbian issue, you know, I want to share a little story about me and Sonoma State. You know, I was sure. I was actually voted by the Women's Studies Department to be the valedictorian for my class in 1975. And when we were we were in, we had factions. We had three factions. We had the lesbian women, the straight women, and then the I don't know group. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I was in the I don't know group. Of course, where else would I land? And and where where what happened to me at that time was, and I and my listeners need to hear this. What happened to me at that time was is that I recognized that I am an individual and I have a right to choose for myself my lifestyle, who I want to love and who I want to be with. And since that point, I have supported people's lifestyles. And I think it's very important that we look at that, that we cannot judge for one another. We have to only judge for ourselves. And that's what I love about the woman in your life is you, because it's you. It's who who you are mm-hmm. and who you want to express is very important. Well, as we come to the end of the interview here, Alex, is there any final words? And I, I'm just so excited. I, I, I hope now, I want to have you on again to where we can just talk about many of the political things that went on at that time. I'd love to. I'd love to do that. In fact, what I'm doing now, I know we're getting close to the end, but what what I'm doing now, I'm co-director of OLOC, Old Lesbians Organizing for Change. And the other new co-director, and I just wrote, just under our own names, not under OLOC, uh, the, um, The Disappearance of Lesbians, The Erasure of Lesbians, I should say. So we look for that article. Well, I We're would be, submit it everywhere. I would be honored to have you on as a sister, as a friend, and definitely as somebody who has allowed me to use something so wonderful to be part of my life. And I hope you enjoyed whenever I have someone who I consider maybe a little bit of a superstar on. I send Alex <laughs> the program so she can hear who's hearing her song. Well, I, I appreciate it, and I appreciate your ongoing support for so long, Elaine, really, and, and your good work. So well, thank you. And thank you. And we will be in touch. I will get in touch with you because I'm sorry that we had what, the little time that felt like there was a little bit of time mix-up. I don't know. We've had mix-ups all along. But so what? That's life. And it, the most important thing is that we did hear your voice. So thank you. Thank you, Alec Dopkin, for being on Women's Spaces again. Alec Dopkin is the singer and writer of the wonderful song that we have as a theme song called The Woman in Your Life Is You. Thank you once again, Alex. And I'm going to turn it over to Susan, for some, as we come, so I can give Susan some last words, and I want to thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow. 
Wow. Am I glad I did that interview. <laughs> Boy, I wish I would have talked a little less, but I was so excited. <laughs> just having Alec Dopkin on the phone was just an amazing experience for me. And like I said, she was really a leader in the women's movement, particularly supporting lesbian women and their lifestyle. And it's very important as women that we support all women. You know, it's very interesting when people ask me to identify myself. The first thing I say is, hey, I am a human being. The second thing I say is I am a woman. Uh, anything else you want to put on me, that's that's fine. But human being, woman, the most important thing. Well, we're going to take a musical break, and I'm really excited because I didn't know if I would have enough time to play this song, but it's called uh, Lesbian Power Authority that was written and sung by Alec Dobkin. And what I like about this song is that we did the interview, but this song really gives you a portrait of how she felt, what she thought, and what some of her inspiration was around women and around the women's movement. So let's go ahead and listen to Lesbian Power Authority, uh, Ken. And when we come back, we will continue our conversation about Alec Dopkin and some of her, some of the things that she's done. I have a little list here I'd like to read and then, but let's go ahead and play the song Lesbian Power Authority. Every day, 
just think that says it all about Alec Dupkin. Wonderful, wonderful song. Wonderful, wonderful woman. You know, it's interesting, you know, uh, she was, uh, Alec Dopkin was a lesbian singer and feminist activist who appeared in an iconic and recently uh, resurgent 1975 photo. I'm looking at this photo wearing a t-shirt that read, the future is female, has passed away at her home in Woodstock, New York. She was 80. That happened on the 19th of uh, May, 2021. I want to dedicate this poem to her that I'm going to read. It's a poem I wrote, and I've titled it for Alec. Here we go. Oh, I didn't. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Women's Spaces, and I'm your host, Elaine B. Holtz. And we've had a wonderful show. I've dedicated this show to singer, songwriter, and lesbian advocate, uh, Alec Dopkin. And now I'm going to read a poem called For Alec. Life is so random of a series of chances and choices, steps up and steps down, never knowing when you are going to fall or fade away. No one knows the day or the second their last breath will be taken, but when it happens, you know. Surrounded by tears, you lay in a state of none of us know. The passage, the mystery, is coming closer and closer. Time flies while wrinkles appear. I think of Alex with her wonderful T-shirt, The Future is Female. 
leaving us as she lifts herself towards the great mystery. Where will she go? Only she knows, and all the others who have gone before her know, and one day you and I shall know. Life doesn't always seem fair. I believe it's important to know that. It creates a sense of knowing when one comes to that conclusion. So to my dear friend, I like to call her a friend because she's a woman and she was an activist and she shared part of her life with me. I want to thank her for allowing me to use the song. I want to thank her for the uh, wonderful, wonderful interview that she gave me. I'm sorry that we didn't have many, many more. My condolences go out to her and her family, to her daughter, Adrian, and to her three grandchildren. I know it's a loss. I know when you lose a friend and you lose a mother, it's it's, it's not an easy thing. But she's left us all with a gift, and the gift is her music. Well, folks... That's it for our show, and it's been really a wonderful, wonderful show. I, I, I really have enjoyed doing this and dedicating the show to Alex and letting folks know about her music and her lifestyle and what she believed because I think it's very important. As women, we must support each other. We must stand together in solidarity because there's only one thing that we have in mind, and that's the future of the children. And, you know, Alex had a child, you know, and also like grandchildren. So it's very important that we do that. I want to do a shout out to Shakina Black for being on the show, the coordinator of the Peace and Justice Center for this wonderful conversation and for sharing her experience during this time. And like I said, this show has been dedicated to uh, lesbian songwriter and activist uh, Alec Dobkin. Also, I'm available for speaking uh, engagements. And if you have any announcements uh, that you'd like to have on the air, do not hesitate to email me at Elaine at Women's Spaces. And when I say announcements, I mean if you have a birthday or an anniversary or even if it's, uh, you know, you, you wrote a column or something that you want to celebrate that you would like uh, other women to know about, please do not do not hesitate to let me know. And also support support your public radio stations. You know, there's all kinds of ways you can support us. Of course, you can always donate. But the most important thing is listen. Listen to Women's Spaces. Tell your friends about it. Spread the word, you know. On uh, the last Sunday, on the last show of the month, we do the Women's Spaces Pledge, which I think is very, very important. And we have some wonderful, wonderful guests. So support support your public radio. It's, it's, it's very important. Put it on your list. And I know... I know locally, lots of local people support lots of shows that are outside the area, but look at Sonoma County and not, and, and, and donate to your local stations. It's very, very important. Well, this is Elaine B. Holt, and you have been listening to Women's Spaces, and I want to remind you once again, the children are our future, and we must never lose sight of that. You know, children learn what they live, and what they're what they're given now is what the future is going to look like. And when I sometimes I look at the uh, television and see some of the violence that's going on, maybe we have to kind of curb that down. Well, anyway, this is Elaine B. Holt, and you've been listening to Women's Spaces. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to being with you the next time.
The previous Women's Spaces show was recorded on Monday, May 24th, 2021.